0: Welcome to the Ritual Cast, an exploration into the weird and wonderful world of witchcraft and spirituality. I'm your host, Sky Riley, and if you're looking for all the answers, you won't find them here. What you will find is an honest take on my witchy journey—the good, the bad, and the flammable.
1: All right. Say, I'm I'm used to flammable.
0: I don't know if this is going to be flammable or not this week, but oh, um, okay. It just feels it, you know, just going back to my roots.
1: Back to your roots. Yeah. Are we saining again?
0: No, we're not saining. Okay. We sang last week, two weeks ago?
1: Yep, maybe. I don't remember.
0: I cannot remember. I think it was two weeks ago. It's, it's hard because we're like one week behind, and so I like, I'll be thinking about the week that we're currently on instead of when it's actually going to release. So if I ever post anything that you're like, that's like, for example, last week we talked about Mercury Retrograde, which ends today, <laughs> podcast released on Friday, but we originally recorded it. No, the friday before yeah. when there was still you know a week and a couple of days left
1: the whole foresight thing not really yeah uh...
0: not <laughs> not strong in the whole foresight
1: thing do you have a stone for that for foresight yeah.
0: probably i'm gonna write that down
1: like a glass stone ball or something
0: for foresight there wrote it down written okay etched in stone well well
1: what would you bring us this week
0: this week We're going to talk about the turquoise.
1: I've heard of that.
0: (laughs) I know you have. Never seen it.
1: Uh, No, I've never seen it.
0: Nope, because Ted's colorblind. What did I ask you one time, like what that color looks like to you? You told me it looked like dirty water. Yep. Crushed all of my dreams immediately. It's like one of my favorite colors. Seafoam and turquoise and like (laughs) Tiffany blue, all those super... Super favorite colors, and then Ted tells me one day that they just look like dirty water to him. (laughs) Great. Well, never be able to see that in the same way ever again. So I found the turquoise. Okay. I'm a big fan. Um, My grandmother was a big fan also.
1: Most grandmothers were, I think. Every grandmother had, like, tons of turquoise jewelry.
0: Mine um, left me a bunch when she passed. So I have a bunch of her turquoise jewelry, which is awesome. It's pretty neat. Um but I think that turquoise is one of the oldest mined stones, like one of the first gemstones to ever be mined.
1: So I'm it sure. it is a gemstone. It's not just a
0: um I mean they, stone. I guess that's what they said when I was researching it. I don't know what ma- like what the difference between like a stone and a crystal and a gemstone is. So I just kind of lump them all together.
1: Okay. It's rocks are ro- rocks. Rocks, <laughs> rocks. <laughs> rocks or rocks.
0: Rocks are rocks. So the turquoise um, is connected with water and yeah. your throat chakra.
1: My throat chakra? Mm-hmm. So your- if I'm choking, I need a turquoise.
0: <laughs> your throat-, throat chakra is very open. Oh. With no problem with speaking your mind. Oh, okay. In yeah. this house.
1: That, In this house?
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. My uh, root chakra has always been really closed. Yours is very closed. We went. Um, I don't know if any of you listened to our episode about was it the sacral chakra that I was talking so much about?
1: Yep. Um,
0: the so. sacral chakra. And I I posted a link. I think we posted the link mm. right to the test, um, the chakra test on there. And I had Ted do it. And your um, root chakra is very underactive. Slammed shut. Slammed shut. But mine's always been. Um, pretty close to we're working on that it's getting better um but your both of our throat chakras are have no problem they are very open and ready to rock Mm -hmm. so not something that we need to worry about having a
1: Um, i mean we might have to worry about it
0: (laughs) maybe it's too open overactive probably Mm -hmm. if anything um, but turquoise can be found in its natural state in places with dry climates all around the world. So...
1: Mexico! Yep,
0: U.S., Me- Mexico, Iran, Chile, China, Tibet. Um, hmm. While the actual characteristics of each of the stones are really similar, um, different mines are going to produce slight variations of
1: turquoise. Is that color, hardness, dialects? <laughs>
0: but it is a 526 on the most most scale.
1: So not that hard.
0: Not that hard. Um generally stable to light, but high heat can cause discoloration and surface damage. Okay. So um, So
1: keep uh keep away from open flame.
0: Yeah. So not one of those ones that you want to cleanse by fire. Right. Can discolor it. So So turquoise, like I said, was one of the first gemstones to ever be mined. One of the first, not the first. But um, Egyptians actually buried them with their dead. So it's like old, Mm -hmm, old. mm -hmm.
1: It's
0: like been around the block. Good, like I said, for the throat chakra, which automatically means you kind of know what it's good for healing. So things like sore throat, respiratory issues, allergies, migraines, um, and other physical ailments that are going to run through your ears, nose, and throat, and lungs. So bronchial issues.
1: So anti-COVID stone.
0: Yeah, I guess probably help out with because it's respiratory disease, right? Can also be used for panic attacks. So like if right. you're, if your chest feels tight during a panic attack,
1: feel like you can't breathe. But not a heart attack. Separate system.
0: Yeah, this looks more like respiratory, yeah. not okay. heart. Because there is a heart chakra, okay. which right, I guess right. would be connected yeah. to that. So this is a little higher than that. Wait, yes, a little bit higher throat, than that. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I had to think about them for a second. The order that they go in.
1: Sometimes I can feel my heart beat in my throat, but same, yeah.
0: same. Anti-inflammatory properties. So rheumatism, immune system, clearing any acidic anxiety. Uh, so like solves mood swings and things like that and then rebalancing your body feeling out of whack okay balance
1: but not like a cleansing kind of thing just like a stabilizer
0: so that's kind of something interesting that i found out about it um it's like a calm cleansing energy it's not aggressive it's more like soothing like running water over a burn kind of a thing it's going to be like a little more gentle all right. with you um one of the oldest healing stones in history like i said egyptians like we're talking native americans we're talking a lot of people have used turquoise yep. like i said one of the oldest mined stones so it's like, around, it has yeah. been around Aids in communication, which again goes back to the throat chakra, which we'll get into um, in one of these. I want to do an episode about each of the chakras, but I didn't want to do them like all in order; it right. get kind of boring. So eventually, we'll go through all of them. But,
1: yeah, um, as I'm learning, there's a lot to cover. I think we'll be doing this podcast for a while. There's
0: a lot, a lot to go over. <laughs> Mostly, I just like to hear myself talk, so that's I'm I doing. know. <laughs> uh, so communication feeling heard self-worth um the way we speak to ourselves so setting boundaries for yourself speaking up for yourself um being clear being honest all those things are connected to the throat chakra it's a truth stone also
1: a truth stone truth um, ain't no liar stone
0: no liar no liar.
1: i have a turquoise <laughs> see it right here
0: <laughs> so that's a, that's my friend my friend the turquoise
1: your friend the turquoise? My friend the turquoise.
0: I do like it. I like it a, a good turquoise.
1: Is that what you got there? Is that, is that what you're wearing? No, this oh. is
0: Amazonite. It's close, but like in color at least. I'm glad you could tell. It, old, it
1: was the muddy water bracelet. Old
0: broke eyes over there. <laughs> <laughs> the muddy water bracelet. Fucking band. <laughs> this is uh I'm Sky Riley and this is muddy water bracelet.
1: One, two, three, four <laughs> <laughs>
0: So yeah, that's so. That's that's my stone for this week, and we're gonna get into a an herb. So I try to find plants that go together. Um, you know, like sometimes I'll pick out the the stone first, or I'll pick out the the herb first, or sometimes I go off of what we're talking about, and then it just kind of comes to me. But this week we're gonna talk about eucalyptus.
1: Eucalyptus. <laughs>
0: eucalyptus not me <laughs> and it has very similar properties to to our friend the turquoise it's very close very similar so
1: you say you go out and you match these up this isn't just purely coincidence <laughs> just two random <laughs> sometimes rocks and plants happen to
0: <laughs> sometimes it's totally random but then other times i'm like okay i did a stone that's like does these things like what's an herb that is like similar to it or Sometimes I, like, in my exploration, I'm like, oh, I didn't know that those th- two things were worked in similar ways.
1: Hmm. So, so whatever we're talking about, the, the koala, probably the quietest animal on the face of the earth.
0: <laughs> koalas can be fucking scary, though. Have you seen those pictures of, like, wet, angry koalas?
1: <laughs> Any animal wet <laughs> is hilarious. Uh-huh. Except for a bear. That's fucking scary.
0: Koalas or bears? They're a marsupial
1: yeah that's the one that's not a bear
0: (laughs) um you're right so eucalyptus is also water just like turquoise and connected with the planet mercury we talked about mercury last week do you Mm -hmm.
1: remember yep in retrograde
0: Mm -hmm. also for communication aka throat chakra see see all those connections there see okay um did you know that there are over seven hundred species of eucalyptus plants? Yes. <laughs> wow, good for you. You know your eucalyptus. <laughs>
1: I'm a eucalyptus master. <laughs> I have a doctorate in eucalyptory. A,
0: doc- a doctorate in eucalyptory, huh? <laughs> Um, and eucalyptus actually makes up an estimated uh 75% of all Australian vegetation.
1: <laughs> Three out of four plants are eucalyptus? Are you a
0: type of eucalyptus, yeah.
1: <laughs> Australia sucks. <laughs> Everything's out to kill you and it all eats one plant.
0: So I mean, honestly, if you're allergic to eucalyptus, you're going to have a bad time in Australia.
1: You could just be a normal person and have a bad time in Australia. <laughs> That's fair.
0: You think that's why they talk so funny?
1: No, they're they're just—they're trying to like make light of it. Oh, yeah, (laughs) they're just drunk. Okay, fair.
0: (laughs) Um, it can also be found in warmer European countries, but it's mostly Australia that you find a eucalypti, (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: eucalyptery,
0: eucalyptery. Right. (laughs) It is absolutely toxic for pets.
1: Unless you have a koala.
0: It is super super toxic for pets. Um, so be really careful. The essential oil, actually, if you use it in essential oil form, um, it can actually build up in your body and be really toxic to humans. So make sure that it's diluted if you're going to use it. And never use it on young children or babies Um, or even in your more sensitive skin area. So, like, don't put it on your face or your dick.
1: (laughs) I wasn't planning on it.
0: I mean, maybe you want some fucking cleansing, healing magic. I don't know. (laughs) It's gentle. That sounds but dangerous as shit. <laughs> I don't know if it'll melt it off, but it <laughs> um, and then you can't actually eat the leaves unless you're a koala.
1: Okay, no eucalypti salad.
0: No, you can't use make a eucalypti salad. Um, but you can put it in tea. Just don't consume the actual leaves. Eucalypti. Yeah, don't like you can brew it, put it in boiling water, and and drink the the leaf water if you wish. But you really? can't uh you can't actually consume the leaves. It's really bad for you.
1: Strange. All right.
0: This little fucking beast of a cat got into some eucalyptus oil the other day. <gasps> I have a uh, an oil blend that is eucalyptus and spearmint and peppermint
1: and yeah, rosemary, I think. Yeah, the mint got her. And huh? she
0: fucking is just obsessed with that mint smell. I think it's cuz it's related to catnip.
1: Yeah, they're all mint mint plants.
0: And she's just fucking about it. And like everything I read was like, no, cats will like hate that shit. Like they don't want to be around it. I found her just fucking balls deep in a fucking face buried in a cloth that had some of the oil on it and lost my fucking mind because I thought she was going to have a seizure or something. She ended up being totally fine, but it definitely gave me a heart attack when I found her. So keep eucalyptus. Like a lot of people will hang it in their showers. That's fine, but, like, because it's, like, it's really good for, your, again, your respiratory system, Um, and it'll clear you out, and it's nice to, like, have it mixed with that hot water and the steam in mm-hmm. your shower. can be really good for your lungs, but it will kill your pets, so be really careful. You hear that, cat? If we ever want to take you out, it's going to be via Good eucalyptus. for marsupials. Not for cats.
1: Bad for felines.
0: Felines and marsupials. That could be a ban, too. Yeah. Man, <laughs> uh, so it's cleansing and healing, and it's gently protective. Again, soothing and cooling, kind of like the turquoise. Could you
1: describe for me what gently protective is? Is it like Nana's I love and can
0: <laughs> actually? Because I wrote it down. It's gonna create a barrier around you without attacking, like defense versus offense, basically. Okay. It's like a shield around you that protects you, but doesn't like zap the person that is trying to attack you. So, so
1: it's kind of like an atmosphere. Yeah, All right. Mm-hmm.
0: Totally. It's a good. It's a good comparison. You used to bring fresh energy to a situation.
1: <laughs> I just imagine someone fresh. like. Pulling it out of their back pocket, or like during an awkward conversation, like uh, yeah. So,
0: <laughs> when someone like, tex- yeah! <laughs> like when, when someone texts you back K, and you don't know what else to like, keep so you the just conversation send them a going. going. Yeah, <laughs> here's some eucalyptus bitch.
1: The koala gif is gonna to take refresh off. Refresh
0: this shit. <laughs> um. Anointing oils, so if you use any oils that have eucalyptus in them, they're really good for cleansing your ritual tools. Um, I actually we want to talk about tools next week, I think. So we're gonna get into tools of the trade.
1: Okay. Next week. Uh, I'm reaching here for anything beyond a mortar and pestle. What the hell else tools do you need?
0: We're gonna get into it next week. We're well not- I wanna know now. No, we're gonna do it next week. We're not talking about tools this week. We're going to talk about tools next week.
1: You're a tool next week.
0: Wow. You're a tool every week.
1: Boom. Here's my plant.
0: <laughs> You're going to try to refresh this situation. <laughs> <laughs> Used to relieve mental exhaustion. Also good when someone is bothering you.
1: <laughs> so, so, yeah. You yeah, just, it's perfect. You just need to keep a branch in your back pocket. It's, it's awkward. With it. If you don't like them, you get the hell out of here.
0: Um, It's often blended with other healing herbs to bring relief from any physical or emotional concerns. So it's a good blender. Goes with lots of other stuff to help.
1: I'm assuming you can't smoke it.
0: I didn't look that up, but I'm going to say no. Yeah, sounds
1: like it's probably a bad idea yeah so if you're if you're the weed smoking type, you probably don't want to mix it in your bowl. I
0: don't think
1: so. Yeah. I
0: could mm-hmm. double check, but I don't think so.
1: You know if it's gonna kill most things it comes in contact with if you, you, you can't like, like physically
0: it. consume the leaves, yeah, then it's... it's probably not a good to smoke them, but maybe I don't know it's okay, so you know things that are like that work really fast but don't last a really long time.
1: <laughs> I know of one thing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be fast acting but it's not long lasting okay so like it's really potent for spells and stuff like that but it's not gonna be it's gonna be for something that you want to happen quickly all right this is the tongue like not the peps at ac right all right yeah it's fast acting relief really quick and a lot but not like a slow burn all right And like I said, removes those negative influences from your immediate surroundings, especially if you whack people with the branch. (laughs) But unlike some things, it's going to be a gentle barrier without like attacking something else. Mm -hmm. Some stones and some herbs will like aggressively remove things from your space. Mm -hmm. Whereas this just kind of protects you
1: from those things. It's kind of like a fart. Like (laughs) you just. And then everyone just kind of walks away from you.
0: (laughs) I don't know about that. That seems <laughs> like a stretch, but I'll take it. Um, it's good for circulation, good for nausea, um, an antiseptic for wounds, coughs. Um, it's going to regulate your blood sugar and lowers blood pressure, boosts your brain function, decreases your mucus, and can help with uh, asthma. And it's actually a natural uh, insect repe- repellent. So good for bad vibes and getting pests away from you, also.
1: So how would that work? Like there's there's only like s-
0: citronella, you just burn it.
1: Right. So now it sounds like you definitely shouldn't be smoking it.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> bad. Yeah. Yeah, let's just err on the side of bad. caution. Yeah. If you wouldn't smoke citronella, like a citronella candle, probably not a good idea to um smoke this. But there I mean there are plenty of herbs out there. If you are of the weed smoking variety, there are there are plenty of herbs out there that you can mix with weed. I think lavender especially is one of them that people use a lot. Calms your anxiety and shit. So, something to look into. Not something that I'm personally into and I haven't played around with at all. all right. But people do it. It's a big deal. So, rock and roll with it. Yeah. Do whatever you want.
1: Is that, is that the uh, complete list of what we can use it for? Is there more?
0: Um, mm-hmm. Mostly just like, it's really good at... um. Getting rid of mucus in your lungs and right. that it's general area. Clearing
1: up your uh, airways.
0: Yeah. Again, similar to the turquoise, like cleans out your ear, nose, and throat canals. Mm-hmm. It's like, um, I don't know, like you know when you eat something super spicy and your nose starts running?
1: Or like fix a va- vapor rub.
0: Yeah. Kind of like that. It's perfect for it. Eucalyptus.
1: <laughs> eucalyptus. <laughs> no,
0: eucalyptus. So today, I want to talk about types of witches. And this was a very exhausting process. All right. Because I started out by thinking I should talk about the different types of magic. There are several different types of magic. Um, white magic, black magic. You could even make an argument that gray magic is a heading. Under there, you could say that chaos magic is is something also. Um, but that just felt like It needed its own episode, so I didn't do that. So I'm going to preface this with you don't have to pick a struggle in this particular realm. Like if most witches are not just one type of witch, most people who practice are not just one type.
1: All right. So like you don't just have to be the Wicked Witch from the West, you could also be the Wicked Witch from the Northwest,
0: sure yeah if you wanted to be a little bit of north a little bit of west hell if you wanted to throw in a little bit of south that's fine too
1: like which which one was the one that got crushed by the house i think east was she a wicked witch
0: that's what they said but i mean i'd be wicked too if somebody dropped a fucking house on me so, so this is
1: a good witch and the wicked witch
0: honestly glinda glinda said that she was a good witch but i mean who are we to say just because she dresses in pink doesn't necessarily mean she's good. Okay. I'm just saying. Like, mm-hmm. you don't know. But that's, I guess, kind of a good point. Like, I'm going to talk about a bunch of different types of witches. And, like, some of the things that I'm going to read are, like, more on the darker side of magic. But, you know, I-, I mean, no matter what kind of magic you practice, you can be a conglomeration of all of these different types if you wanted to so it's just really about what you're interested in and honestly like if you want to focus on something specific that's totally fine if you want to just be this kind of a witch that's totally up to you and you get to make that choice but if you want to blend different types like don't feel like you have to be stuck in a type like maybe you've done this certain type for a really long time but you're super interested in getting into that do it just just don't be afraid to broaden your horizons, just and don't feel like you have to get stuck in a box.
1: Okay, so you, you if you're the boil, bubble, toil, trouble witch, and you're kind of sick of that, you're in the, the newts and the frog's eyes, <laughs> and you can turn into a sandwich and be pastrami and, <laughs> and the Swiss. That kind of is that what we're talking about?
0: I almost just shot twisted tea <laughs> out of my nose, and I fucking hate you. Tired of your shit. Um, Sure. If you suddenly want (laughs) to be a sandwich, you go right ahead. You know what? Live your life. If if pastrami on rye is your thing, you be a sandwich. You do it. You be a sandwich. So I'm just going to talk. And y'all, the list is already long. I probably missed something. (laughs) If you're like, Hey, you missed out on this type of witch, which is what type of witch I am. I am so sorry. I didn't mean to offend you or leave you out. This list is already really fucking long. I did as much research as I could. And by the end of it, I just kind of felt like I was repeating a lot of stuff, or like some of the types are really close. So, like, did we really need another name for them?
1: Why don't, why don't you just, uh,. Comment on our next uh, Instagram post and just tell us what kind of witch you are.
0: Yeah, and honestly, I would love to hear, and I'm always super interested in learning about other people's practices, so I'm all about it. Tell me what kind of witch you are. And I'll even tell you at the end of this list I, what kind I am.
1: I am a second-hand witch. <laughs> a second-hand witch, huh? Yep, I am a witch because you are.
0: Osmosis witch. <laughs> all right, so we'll talk first about the types of practices because it's pretty, I thought was pretty interesting. So there's classical witches, which are traditionally healers and shamans. Um, They're going to draw power from nature, um, using ingredients that are found in nature, found on their farms, in their kitchens, and using folk magic in their potions and rituals. So it's the kind of witches that existed, and probably are still around in a lot of places, what a witch originally was, right? a healer that you go to, a medicine woman or man, a shaman. Um that's going to be the classical type of mm-hmm. of a witch. Um we also have gothic. So it was interesting when I was researching gothic witches. Gothic witches are technically a fictional character that's really been created Um, during the inquisition and then widely spread through media so like the idea of a gothic witch is the kind of witch that the salem witch trials would have you believing that these people actually are
1: so like the movie the witch that
0: yeah like they're bad they're evil they're like worshiping you know satan they're like if you were hocus pocus witches Kind of, yeah, like what what secular media would have you believe is like a witch, like a scary hat and like warts and, you know, cat will cast spells on you and, Mm -hmm. you know, that kind of a thing. So the idea of a gothic witch was actually created during the Inquisition. And maybe you consider yourself a gothic witch. And if you do, like, I want to know why. Let me know what that means to you. Um, But that's kind of what I could find out about it. Um, Then there's Neo-Gothic. So Neo-Gothic is going to work with concepts like Satan, demons, angels, things like that. They're focused on those kinds of things. And then Neo-Pagan, because paganism is where a lot of witches actually were practicing, um, especially in Scottish culture, in English culture, in Irish culture, a lot of those were they were called pagans but neo pagan is going to blend ceremonial magic and folk magic with this polytheistic really diverse view of the world so they're going to be worshiping many different gods of you know sun and earth and moon and a bunch of gods again polytheistic And neo-pagans are known to um, really worship the cycles of life through nature. So really focused on nature magic specifically. All right. And then there are eclectic witches. So an eclectic witch is an approach um, where the witch herself or himself or their self picks and chooses from many different traditions And creates kind of a personalized form of their witchcraft that meets their individual needs and their abilities. Um, So they're not really going to follow a particular spiritual path or a religion or a tradition, but they're going to study and learn from many different. So I think a lot of witches now consider themselves eclectic because they want to learn about everything. They don't want to... And not to say that if you do pick a path that you are pigeonholing yourself. But, like, I feel like as we get farther and farther into, you know, this new age of what being a witch, you know, means that more and more people are like, well, I don't want to get stuck here. Like, I want to learn about all of it.
1: Right. So if I walked into the witch store and I was going to buy the Lego witch set Mm -hmm. and I walked over to this other Lego witch set and bought them both and then dumped all the pieces down and I put them together I'd build an eclectic witch.
0: Yeah. All right. You'd build what worked better for you. Yeah. Instead like, of just getting stuck with one.
1: Right. So like my witch would have like the Millennium Falcon satellite dish on one and then like the dump truck like rollers on it.
0: Perfect. Yes. And um, laser cannons and.
1: Yeah. And then Ninjago.
0: Honestly, your witch sounds cool. <laughs> <laughs> Traditional witch is like a term that is going to refer to really a variety of contemporary forms of witchcraft it's going to be people that consider themselves their practice to be older than any of the newer like wicca or any of the newer magic um, religions that have come out um, in in the many years that have passed they connect with magic that is more, again, traditional. That's why they're called traditional witches, or they call themselves traditional witches, is because they are focused on keeping the old traditions alive. Okay. Traditional witch is typically going to practice folk magic that his or her ancestors practiced, or of the people in the, their nearby geographic area. Usually they're going to be focused on the history of what they're practicing. You know, again, they're going to say, you know, hey, we were around long before Wicca existed. You These know, are the hipster, the, it comes from, uh, the hipster. I guess, witches? yeah, they're like before before being a witch was cool, or you know, I don't know. They're gonna have access. Probably, will have access to a lot of information about spells and charms that are gonna date back centuries. Like they are almost the like librarians of witches, basically. Okay. Like they keep all the old stuff alive.
1: Are they the OGs,
0: yeah, well, the OGs. All right. And they're like, they're not interested in being eclectic because they're focused on these are my traditions specifically.
1: <laughs> Do these types of witches tend to be like get off my yard kind of a witch?
0: I don't know. Um, Again, like I'm really new to this. So I haven't experienced any gatekeeping thus far. But I do know, just like anything, there is a fair amount of gatekeeping in the witchy community where people are like, "You are not allowed to do that," or "Your way of being a witch isn't the right way."
1: Yeah, I mean that's that's kind of the way of the world now. Anyway, totally. Yeah, like, there's.
0: I mean, gatekeeping is just a. It's a big old thing. Like if so. you
1: don't agree with me, well, you're doing it wrong.
0: Right. It, it's something that I think a lot of, which is to me very refreshing, that. When I entered the scene, I was met with a whole lot of whatever way works for you is the right way. I never want anyone to hear from me that they're doing it wrong.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And again, like when I read off these lists of like what herbs and stones do, it may work for you in a completely different way. And again, like we... With like you actually pointed out, which I thought was really great, based on the energy in within your own body, the chemicals within your body, what makes you you, what makes up your self, may react different differently to what makes up the stone or the herb. Same way medicines may affect people differently. The same way that caffeine affects people differently. The same mm-hmm. way that a, a thousand things affect people differently. So is this so. I don't, I don't like the whole gatekeeping thing, but I cannot say like, oh yeah, every traditional witch that I've ever met was, you know, kind of a get off my lawn person. I don't know because I haven't met enough of them or really any of them. So yeah,
1: some things there's only one way to do it, like driving a car.
0: Right. So like, I can't say that I don't respect the desire to keep that stuff alive, like to, Mm -hmm. to preserve it. Mm -hmm. You know, so anyway, traditional witches. Um, They're going to be pretty knowledgeable about, you know, spirits of their land, the place that they live, um, as well as customs and folklore of their religion or region. I'm sorry. I got confused with the next thing that I'm going to read, which is religious witches. So there are a bunch of different witchy religions out there, a ton of them. I'm not even going to list all of them because there's a bunch and honestly, I Because I'm not interested in getting into any of them myself, I will probably eventually research those religions specifically. Um, But I feel like I already have a religion, so I don't, I haven't really dug into things like Wicca, you know, things like um, being a Hellenic witch. There's also like Celtic, Norse, based on like a region or a culture, as well as some of the. I guess you could call them a cult. Mm-hmm. I think it's called Th- thelema. Thelema. Thelema, maybe. Um, but there's different like occult religions as well. Um, satanic, which is just like Christianity has a bazillion sects, like you can be a Christian but also be like Baptist or Protestant right. or Catholic or non denom or whatever each of these like wicca especially has like a bunch of branches to it um mm-hmm. i think there's that there's one called gardenarium i think is what it's called i'm sorry if i didn't say that correctly um but like there are many many religions that are associated with being a witch now all witches are not wiccans but all wiccans are witches does that make sense yeah all catholics are christians but not all christians are catholics kind of a thing so um
1: not all hondas are cars but all (laughs) right no
0: (laughs) the other way no the other way (laughs) and then there are secular witches um also can be known as atheist witches which are you know witches that don't worship a specific deity or higher being oh i'm sorry i did also want to mention that hellenic if you didn't know what that means um they worship the uh greek pantheon of gods so focus on that
1: i had guessed that
0: yeah i I was gonna throw it out there but i forgot now you can be a part of a religion like you can be a buddhist and Mm -hmm. be a witch and technically you would be considered a secular witch because your actual practice itself isn't i don't know i guess that's kind of now that i'm thinking about it maybe that's not true um like for me, I consider myself a Christian, but I would—I feel like I would be a secular witch because I'm not worshiping a specific deity, f- like and asking them for witchy powers. Right. Do you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah.
1: Like if you are a cleric, right? Right. It's got, got to stick a deity reference. Of course. In there. Yeah. Of course.
0: And then a hereditary witch means that. I saw that movie. <laughs> nope, that's not the same. That's not what you think. <laughs> <laughs> A hereditary witch is just you have witches in your family that pass their practices down to you. Right. So, like if our kids decided to be witches. Like my mom. Yeah. If I passed down, you know, witchy things to our kids, they would be hereditary witches. Mm -hmm. So, okay. Makes sense. Sure. So, what about we'll talk about ways to practice also
1: by yourself. In a dark room (laughs) at the bottom of a castle.
0: Yep. mm -hmm. Um, So there is solitary, which means you're practicing by yourself.
1: Mm -hmm. So is this your prototypical witch? You know, like in Robin Hood when it comes down and she like spits on the blood stones?
0: Yeah. uh Uh-huh. Yeah. I forgot about her. Yes. um, She'd be solitary. Um, There's also a working couple, which means two witches doesn't matter if they are same sex or actually romantically together or not a working couple is two witches
1: just a pair of them mhm
0: and then anything uh anything more than that is considered a coven okay. and they it's at least 3 but they i read something that said that um a typical coven is 13 um but again that's i think that that is from a specific religion um, or a specific... Somebody wrote about it being 13 so, being the so perfect there's number. So bylaws,
1: like a biker club? Like, <laughs> I guess, <laughs> You're yeah. only allowed to have so many yeah. members. If you don't have enough members, you're technically not considered a legal coven. Uh, we have leather jackets.
0: Right. Um, but anything more, than, anything more than two is a coven. So solitary, working couple, and coven. So I'll talk about the lighter side of magic and the darker side of magic. In my opinion... No matter what kind of magic you find yourself doing, you can be a blend of all of these. So you could consider yourself o- like doing white magic, but still be practicing some of the "quote unquote" darker versions of being a witch. Mm-hmm. So um, we're going to start off. From my
1: perspective, off... the Jedi are evil. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so there's Jedi witches. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so we've got green witches. Which is herbalism, botany, um, folk magic, essential oils, trees, plants, growing things, really big on local animals, local plants.
1: Like a nature witch, mm-hmm. a druid.
0: Yes, sure.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Um, and then, kind of underneath this, I would consider garden witches to also technically be green witches, it's just a little more specific. Uh, again, some of these, like, may feel a little bit repetitive, um, but they're, like, just like anything, like, stuff branches off and, you know, they want to be more specific or whatever, so.
1: Mm-hmm. Witchism is a tree.
0: Yeah. So, a garden witch is typically going to grow their own stuff, um, really big on flowers and plants and all that as well. Um, similar
1: Teas. to- Teas. Uh,
0: yeah, but, I mean, also you could consider a kitchen witch- all of those things as well, um, but a green witch might not cook. Like maybe that's not so, okay. a part of their. Right. Maybe that's not a part of their practice.
1: But um, they might like mush up mushrooms and things like right. that. Right?
0: Maybe they. Maybe they do tea, but they don't actually like cook with. Like maybe they don't. Right. You know, make stuff. So it that, sounds
1: like a, a kitchen witch is just like putting on their magic in cookies.
0: Sure. Yeah. Or okay. the food that they make um but a kitchen witch could all, like probably also like a green witch grows their own stuff you know okay. they they have their garden where they pick their own you know maybe they do i've i've seen a lot of people doing like compost and stuff like that as well that are technically kitchen witches but also green witches so i in my opinion green witch is like the big header and then garden witch kitchen witch and hearth witch are underneath that that big so a hearth witch um, is really similar again to a kitchen witch. Um, they're going to be focused on nurturing their home as a sacred space. Um, maybe they'll carve sigils into the doorframe. Maybe they'll like mix up a, a special potion and then clean their floors with it or their this, walls or whatever. It's like a was, home, yeah. a homey, a homey witch.
1: This was that Zendikar hag that I put in the the first campaign. Yes. When you guys showed up on on boats and killed off all the the scourge, mm-hmm. and then she showed you visions of your future,
0: I would probably consider the Zendikar witch a swamp witch, but yes.
1: Oh well, yeah, okay.
0: <laughs> um,
1: the swamp hearth witch.
0: You didn't really watch Sabrina with me very much, did you? Nope. Hilda, her aunt, I would consider a hearth witch. Um, she is all about. But this, this is the new show, right? Not right, the, the old, new yeah. show. Yeah. So like, she's all about cooking and mm-hmm. making food, and like she cooks her spell. Like at one point, she cooks like a truth cookie. Okay. Um, like she cooks her spells into food, and she also like grows her plants, and she's very nurturing and and cares for her home. Right. Right. So like, their home is their altar, basically. Yeah.
1: This is any Italian grandmother.
0: Totally. A hundred percent. That's a really good comparison. Absolutely. So then there's Hedge Witches, and Hedge Witches have actually been around for a long time. Hedge Witches are really old classification, is that the word I'm going to use? Sure, classification of witch. So unlike kitchen magic, focus of Hedge Witchcraft is on the intention, the interaction with the natural world, which you could also put underneath Green Witches, I guess. But they are going to expand outside of their homes and outside of their kitchens um they're going to practice things like astral projection um jumping between our world and the spirit world hence the hedge
1: okay all right thought it was just a witch that really liked bushes
0: (laughs) so i'm probably gonna fuck this up um but i remember reading something about hedge witches and the reason they're called hedge witches is that In most ancient cultures, I believe, and if I fuck this up, I'm really sorry, but um, in ancient, like, not ancient, but in older cultures, there would be a big hedge or a big wall around the outside of a town, Mm -hmm. like a low stone wall that kind of marked the boundaries of a town. Right. That's where the Hedge Witch would live, hence the name Hedge Witch. I believe that's correct. I'm just kind of taking that off of memory. So I'm pretty sure that's what that was. <clears throat> okay. So then we're going to talk about nature witches. Well, first, do you have any questions about.
1: Uh, I have more questions than answers at this point, Mm-mm-mm. but uh, uh, I'm in the boat. Let's keep rowing.
0: Okay. So we'll talk about nature witches. If you can think of a type of land, like when you were in geography Greenland. Were... Short. <laughs> sure. Like, remember when you're in geography and they're like, this is a swamp. This is a sea. This is a a desert. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Biome. Yes. If you can think of a biome, there's a witch for that biome. Okay. So, sea witches are going to be oceans, lakes, lunar magic because the moon controls the tides. water. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, Weather magic also.
1: So, we got like a windy witch. (laughs) A windy witch.
0: Then also forest witch. So, trees... Forest animals, right? Specifically, like usually very connected to trees. Kind of, and... kind of like
1: the is it? Would that be the uh, the witch from uh, Snow White? I don't remember that well. No. Okay. I
0: was like the witch from Snow White. Are you thinking of a different witch?
1: No, the Queen Lady. Never mind. No,
0: no. <laughs> I don't know. Not definitely I just, not I just a forest remember, witch. I just remember
1: like her turning into a witch and giving her the apple. Or whatever. Yeah, but that doesn't or mean sli- she's a, a fucking beauty.
0: forest witch. Oh. <laughs> I
1: have no
0: idea what you're talking about.
1: They all all the fucking Disney movies blend together. I'm just you know it, <laughs> grasping at straws here.
0: Not not a good um it, honestly. If I had to pick someone for Disney trivia with me, it would not be you. No. Um. So that's no. My answer to you is no. Um. Forest witches. Then we've got of course swamp witch. So dealing with swamp lands. Um. Instead of the cute little furry animals that run around in the forest, they're focused on you know caiman. Yeah. So that's why I said that, that the Zendikar. All
1: right. We shouldn't
0: be talking about this because nobody else played your camp your D and D campaign but me. So <laughs>
1: well, this isn't for the listeners. This is for me.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. I guess. Mm, I can't really say that either, though. I was gonna say um, Tia Dalma from Pirates.
1: Oh. Okay. Yeah. Is. But that's te- actually who I based the Zendikar on. Yeah, but yeah.
0: technically she's actually the like goddess of the sea. Calypso. Yeah, she's technically Calypso, which is like a whole other thing. So, either way, if you think about Tia Dalma if she wasn't Calypso, she, that's she lives in the swamp, she does the swamp magic yep. focused on swamp stuff. Um obviously we've got our storm witches, which are just, just specifically focused on storms and stuff like that. Yep. Desert witches, mountain witches like again, think of a biome.
1: Right. Yep.
0: There's a witch for that. Mm-hmm. You could be that kind desert of
1: desert witch. witch, And field witch. Those,
0: <laughs> those are all of your nature witches, but you can also have urban witches. So those are gonna city be, witch, yeah, like modern, more modernized, um, city oriented. Maybe they paint their sigils with you know neon little, signs, little can of spray paint, and all right. stuff like that.
1: All cyberpunk witch. So there's snow witches. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Cactus but- witch.
0: <laughs> desert witch. Cactus, just specifically cactus. Specifically cactus. Only yeah. cactus. All right, just a little, little pokey.
1: Um, jungle witch. Yeah, jungle rice paddy witches. Witch. <laughs> That's
0: not a biome.
1: <laughs> Depends on the size of the rice paddy. Oh
0: my god, I hate you. <laughs> um. So then we've got the elemental witch, which is different than the nature witch.
1: Okay, so we so we have fire witches, and.
0: Sure, an elemental witch is someone that focuses on the five elements. Right, fire, not wind, just water, one. Wind, earth, I mean, I, I think I think they're. No,
1: <laughs> this isn't Captain Planet.
0: <laughs> um, the five elements are fire, water, earth, air, and spirit.
1: Isn't that what I said? <laughs> no, you said heart. <laughs> What's the difference? There is a difference.
0: They're going to connect with the balance of nature and these elements. Okay. Um, I personally can... One of my headers, one of my identifiers is Elemental Witch. So at some point, we're going to talk about element being an Elemental Witch and what that is. Um,
1: setting things on fire.
0: <laughs> that was one time. Okay. Was, Every time. It's multiple. It's been multiple times. Um. Again, balance of nature the four elements and how they work together. I really I do really want to do like a whole episode on elemental witches, so I'm not going to get super in-depth with them right now.
1: Yeah, we're we're still we're, we're just touching on the classes, right? Yeah, yeah, on the classes,
0: yes. Um and there's a cosmic witch, which is all astrology, zodiac signs, mm-hmm. horoscopes, yep. star charts, natal Mo- charts. I, I f-
1: feel like this is the brush off witch when someone's like, oh, I'm a witch. And someone's like, all right, fucking crazy horoscope lady.
0: <laughs> a lot of women love a zodiac sign, love a star chart. So, I don't know.
1: Yeah, whatever explains their irrational behavior. Yeah. Wow.
0: <laughs> <laughs> mean.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, but I would consider under like a, a subsect of cosmic witches to be lunar witches. And also solar witches. So lunar witches are going to focus specifically on the moon and the moon phases. Mm-hmm. Um, and the solar witches are going to focus on the sun, obviously. Yeah. Um, then we've got our crystal witch, which is going to be focused on stones and crystals and geology and the earth and all that stuff. That's kind of you. Yeah, that's one of my sub-sex. Um, and then divination witches, which are... The future tarot, predictors. Huh?
1: The future predictors.
0: <laughs> yes. So, tarot, palmistry, tassiography. That's how I'm going to pronounce it. It's probably wrong. But Bellet. T-A-S-S-E-O-G-R-A-P-H-Y. Oh,
1: yeah, tassiography. Mm, it sounds right. That. sounds right. Anyway,
0: you're trying to predict or foresee the future. Psychics. Yeah.
1: Uh, Mama.
0: Yeah, your mom's a psychic yeah. for sure. She's definitely a divination witch. At least that. Um, and then you've got our fairy work fairy witches, which are focused on Fay work. Um, again, typically nature oriented, but interested in, in the Fey. Mm-hmm. And then we've got our techno or tech witches. Hell yeah. Um, which is all technology based
1: That's Pete. He comes into the office every week and fixes all the computers.
0: <laughs> okay. I love it. Um Pete the techno witch. <laughs> I'm a big fan of him. I love it. You know, they, instead of having a physical book for their Book of Shadows, their mm-hmm. grimoire, they're going to have an app. They're going to yeah. have... <laughs> I was going to say, they're the Millennial Witch. Like, electronics and, yeah. and stuff like that. And I feel like a lot of people have lent, like, leaned more that way. So, lent themselves to to more techno stuff.
1: Good old information age.
0: Um, And then we've got our Music Witches which connect their magic with music.
1: Ding, 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 ding,
0: Oh, I hope not. Um, <laughs> and then art witches. Um, they have just got magic in those paints and pens and pencils, and they're going to connect the most to magic when they're making their art. And honestly, they are going to have the best grimoires. <laughs> like, they will put you to shame. You'll open that shit up, yep. and you'll be like, oh, I wish I could draw like that and paint like that and... But that's when they're when they're in their element, and then we've got our necromancy witches.
1: Boo! Why? We don't need Boo. we don't need to bring people back.
0: No, they're just they're just talking about talking to them, not bringing them back. They like to talk to the dead.
1: Get away from my uncle's grave!
0: <laughs> Nobody wants to talk to your <laughs> dusty ass uncle anyway.
1: <laughs> that's why it's weird.
0: <laughs> um, and then death witches, um, they're gonna do spirit work. Um, things like that and then
1: Fucking metal. Any right? <laughs> and then
0: any dark arts, um or black magic witches, um is gonna be a witch who practices black magic, works with quote unquote evil entities if you could, you know, if we're gonna classify them the Sith. No, I don't know about that. They work in absolutes, no. Um God weird, way too nerdy. <laughs> so much fucking nerds. Um, and then gray witches uh, are going to utilize both light and dark magic. So they're going to do a little bit of both. Um, there is something called draconian witches um, who are going to uh, use dragons, similar to how fa- fairy witches do the fae. They're going to okay. do dragons. But, and then but no- the
1: fairies might have actually existed. We Dragons? You don't know that dragons didn't exist. I know, dinosaurs did. Yeah.
0: Maybe there was dragon shoes. Show don't me. Know. Show you me a skeleton know. with wings. We just haven't found them yet. Show you a skeleton. Ah, oh, what a pterodactyl Ted. A
1: pterodactyl? Yeah.
0: <laughs> I know what I said. <laughs> um, and then the nocturnal witch is my last one.
1: Um, <laughs> just ones that sleep they... <laughs> all day. That's just a lazy witch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's me. I feel that in my soul. Um, but like you feel more like, I don't know, maybe Maybe you feel like this too. Sometimes I feel like I feel like I have a deeper emotional connection at night sometimes. Like I feel like I...
1: Oh, I would absolutely be a nocturnal person if oh, totally. you know, the yeah. working You're... world didn't exist from 8am yeah. to 5pm. So you'd
0: probably be a nocturnal witch. Anyways, so if I had to define myself, I'm a solitary witch. I'm eclectic. I'm definitely a green witch. Um, I am an elemental witch. And I like to focus on kitchen witchery, cosmic witchery, lunar witchery, and divination.
1: And you're a bee witch. Stick wow. the W out.
0: Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know what? Gee, gee. I am. I'm hundred percent that bitch. So, <laughs> so that's um kind of a crash course in in different types of witches.
1: Yeah. And feel it and got whiplash. <laughs>
0: If you consider yourself one of these types of witches or if you feel like I left one out, then I want to hear about it. So send me a message, comment on my Instagram, um, and hopefully this post will be out by Friday. Depending on how soon Skye decides to do her shit and get We're it together. We're going to
1: start trying to put these out on Wednesday, maybe Thursday, Friday at the latest.
0: Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, just uh, look out for the Instagram or Facebook post and I'll, you know, hit happens. Just
1: subscribe to the, uh, the release. On yeah. Whatever your format is, Spotify, up? Apple, every we're everywhere. You can find us everywhere. What
0: kind of a witcher, you kid. Uh, I told you
1: second hand, <laughs> second hand witch. That's right. That's right.
0: Um, thank you for listening. Thank you for following, and I really appreciate all of you listening. Like I, kind of some metrics back. <laughs> kind of surprised that this is kind of. Like, exploded a little bit and i'm super excited about it so i appreciate your time and listening to us ramble and
1: yeah give us some feedback let us know what you like what you don't like what uh we can get rid of more cat maybe i don't know
0: Uh, there's lots of cat if you want to see um lots of pictures of my cat there's at least one a week so (laughs) and we'll see you next week
1: thanks bye
0: bye